this place is nice. Very, very trendy. Very trendy. Some old suitcases over there. Must be a hipster place. There's uh, <laughs> something that looks like sugar but isn't actually sugar in the bowl there. That's good. I think it's dirt. I'm not sure. Um, ah, here we go. We're up. Can I take your order, please? Uh, can I just get a flat white, please? Yep. And for your son? Oh, you cheeky. <laughs> uh, do you have baby chinos? Uh, yes. Marshmallows? No, sorry. Oh. Um, all right. Well, could I get a latte? But could I get, like, no coffee, a lot less milk, maybe fill the rest up with hot water, and then, like, just pop a tea bag in it? So you mean a cup of tea? No. All right, then. Can you get this longer, a cup of tea? Ah, this is good. Hey, Lou. Yeah? Been, uh, doing a bit of reading online, and I'm pretty sure the Earth's flat. Really? Nah. (laughs) Why are we in a cafe? I don't know. What is going on with those intros, Don? I like them. So We're getting weird. artistic. It's artistic. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I cannot explain any of that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, me oh, either. Good, good. Um, any news on your side? Uh, caught up with a friend recently. It was someone I used to work with in England. Mm-hmm. And he reminded me of... I used to work in this place called Coffee Republic. It was like a Starbucks kind of ripoff mm. in... I think it was Regent Street in London. And they used to sell coffee, obviously. They used to sell these things called paninis, which was like a toasted sandwich. Love a like panini. A, cla- a classy yeah. toasted sandwich. Yeah. And I was young. I was, you know, pretty naive in the ways of the world. And I'd never heard of panini before. And I kept accidentally... This is a true story. I kept accidentally saying... Punani instead So I would like And we had to try And upsell them Every time they bought a coffee I'm like Would you like a, Some fresh punani with that It's uh, Hot punani It's freshly toasted it's, and, I, it's just, and they actually Had to take me aside And say You've got to stop Saying punani it's, <laughs> Oh that is gold That is Yeah good. It's true It was very embarrassing I actually think I have made the same mistake as well, so I am not going to. Uh... <laughs> it's too similar. <laughs> so flat Earth, people believing the Earth is flat, Don. They do. What's the world coming to? Flatness. I don't <laughs> know. It's. Uh... I it's love weird. the the basic premise here. Seems to be people walking around the Earth and going, "Well, feels pretty flat." Like that's that's that seems to be yeah. the crux of this belief. Basically, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. And they often try to make it sound scientific around, through my observations and testing of my natural environment, I'm seeing flatness, not curvature. I'm like, yeah. No, you just don't understand the scale of the earth compared to yourself. That's what's going on here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and and we obviously, I think we both got interested in this whole phenomenon after watching the, as a Netflix documentary at the moment, it's definitely here in Australia. I don't know if it's anywhere else. 
probably is. Yeah. Presumably. Uh, called Behind the Curve. Yeah, Behind the Curve. How good is that doco? It was fantastic. And I, I really recommend anyone, even before listening to this podcast, go watch Behind the Curve and then come back. Um, it'll make a lot more sense, I think, what we're talking about. But if you don't want to, still listen to us so we get a play count, please. <laughs> well, I think we've already got the count. I think once they have played for this long... I think there's a minimum amount of time you need to play before it'll count as a play. Oh, really? I think well, so. hang around just in case. But the second you cross that threshold, you can get out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't care what you do. <laughs> From that point, we've got, you, we've got your analytics. We're done. Good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but Don's definition. Ooh. Don's definition is time. Now, this is very short, very sweet. It's basically the flat Earth model is a conception of Earth's shape as a plane or a disc. No. That's it. Now, obviously, this back in, you know, a few hundred years ago, I don't know, when was it discovered that the Earth was actually round? Interestingly, they, like the first scientists discovered it in the 3rd century BC, but it actually took them until the 15th century to convince mm. enough people for it to be commonly accepted that the Earth was a globe. Is that right? So, it, it took like ages. nearly 2,000 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. It took ages to convince people. Yeah. And so that was like general acceptance from the 15th century until like six months ago that the earth was a globe. Yeah. And now we've started <laughs> the, the decline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the funny thing, reading a little bit about how they figured out that the earth was a sphere to begin with, mm. is kind of these stories of people looking at how the, you know, shadow from the sun fell in a well. And then comparing that shadow to the shadow 800 kilometres in a different town at the same time. And it's at a different angle. And they realise, actually, if the shadows are hitting these walls at different angles, then the earth mustn't be flat. Like, that's how they were kind of manually piecing this together. And they kind of built their theory from those kind of practical observations. But my knowledge of how the solar system works and of astronomy and is so bad, even though I know the Earth is a sphere, if I got into an argument with a flat earther, I think I would lose because I just don't know enough about gravity and, you know, Earth stuff. Yeah. Some of the other kind of corroborating evidence that the Earth was a globe back in the day was some of those ideas around when you see a ship passing through the horizon, you lose visibility of the body of the ship before you lose the, the mast. Yeah, that's it's great. Kind of, as it's curving over the horizon, every other celestial object is spherical in shape. During a lunar eclipse, the Earth's shadow on the moon is curved. So, they kind of pieced all of these little bits of observations together to kind of go, yeah, we're confident the Earth is a globe. And then yeah. when we fly into space and look back, yeah, it's pretty globy. It's very globy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love how they call it the globe model. It just annoys me when they call it the globe model as though it's... Yeah. This is an it's untested theory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a theory. It's Yeah. <laughs> um, no, nothing else on, on that sort of historical thing. I'm more interested in the modern flat earthers. I find that fascinating. Yes. I don't know why I was wasting time with proving that the earth is a globe. What am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> And so, should we go through some of the basic tenets of the flat earth model? Yeah, go for it. So, you mentioned, obviously, they believe that it's like a disc or a plane that the, the predominant model is that there are polar ice caps around the perimeter of the disc. Yep. 
And many believe that NASA employees guard this massive ice wall to prevent people from climbing over it and falling off the disc. There's a heavy dosage of conspiracy theory in this model. It's extreme, yep. There are a few other competing models, like the what they call the infinite plane model, um, which is as what it says. It's just this disc that just goes on forever. And then there are right. others that believe that there are multiple domes that we live in and we're just on one dome and we can't really see what's happening in other domes. That's similar to multiverse theory, I guess. Yeah, multi-dome, multiverse. Yeah, multi-dome. <laughs> um, they've got all this weird stuff I didn't quite understand about what the sun is and what the stars are. And some people believe they're just rear projections onto the roof of the dome. Right. Others believe that they're kind of just spheres that orbit closer to Earth than we presume. And they just kind of spotlight different parts of the disk at different times. And that explains what night and what day is. All right. My favorite bit, though, is the fact that they don't believe in gravity. They just believe that the Earth is accelerating upwards at 9.8 meters per second, which is the rate of gravity. And it's driven up by dark energy. So if you drop something, it's not gravity putting the ball, you know, forcing it down onto the ground. It's Mm. the Earth rising to meet the ball. How interesting is that? It is an interesting theory. And the thing that I really... The, the, the one thing that I respect about these guys is that... And anyone that watches the documentary, once again, is that they are actually actively trying to prove their theory. They're not just yeah. sort of believing it and not, not trying to chase it down. There's... You know, they're launching an expedition. I think it's this year or next year where they're going to trek to Antarctica, I think, to try and find the end of the, end of the world. Really? Yeah. <laughs> And that's actually going to happen. Um, that is the best. And they, I think they also tried to kind of rocket propel themselves into space to get high enough to see either the lack of curvature or the end of the disc. But there were malfunctions with the rocket and I think someone nearly killed themselves. Is so, that right? Yeah. They're trying. Right. They really believe it. And do you remember that experiment at the very end of the documentary? Yeah. I think we shouldn't mention that. I just think it's... Do we assume that people have watched it or not? Let's chuck a spoiler alert here. Yeah, we'll throw a spoiler alert in. And so, these this is one little small group of people who are trying to prove using the scientific method that the Earth is flat. And they're, it's, they're, they're pretty bumbling. It's almost like the two burglars from Home Alone trying to conduct a <laughs> yeah. science experiment. <laughs> it's just... Everything seems to go wrong. But one of their ideas is if they can shine a laser over a long enough um, distance between two points, if the Earth is curved, the laser at one end will, when it is projected onto a screen at the other end, it will be at the same height if the Earth is flat, but it will be at a higher height if the Earth is curved because obviously the person standing holding the screen is Standing down on the curvature. And so, at the end of the documentary, they're they're building up to this experiment and they set it all up on the assumption that the laser will be straight. And if it's straight, the person at the other end will be able to see it through this little hole they've created. And so, as it happens, when it's straight, he can't see it. And then they're like, oh, maybe just move it around a bit. Nah, still can't see it, still can't see it. 
uh, maybe put it up a bit. So he puts it up a bit to the level that it would be if the earth was curved and the laser goes right through it. And the last <laughs> phrase of the documentary is the guy saying, oh, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a Kramer from Seinfeld kind of comment. <laughs> yeah. like, that's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> the amount of like conspiracy theory and things that they need to believe in order to maintain the belief that the earth is flat things around the whole NASA um, program and trips to the moon and trips into space are all have to be faked. All the photographs from space have to be Photoshopped. Mm. They believe that the GPS system is rigged. So pilots only think they're flying around a sphere, but they're actually just flying in circles above the disc. Like this, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You have to be heavy, heavy dosage of conspiracy theory to believe that the Earth is flat. But still, as we said earlier, they're endearing little little fellas. <laughs> so they're just they seem like nice people that just want a group to belong to. Yeah, that's that's exactly like in terms of why do people do it? That's the point that the documentary hit home pretty strongly. And it's, it's given them a place to belong. And lots of them were really explicit around the fact that, you know, they were an outcast at school and people always thought they were different or that they had crazy ideas. And now they've found a community who, you know, doesn't think they're crazy and believes what they believe. And they've never had that sense of belonging, which is, is pretty, pretty powerful. Yeah. And that's kind of the same thing that what happens with cults is that they end up, their whole social circle ends up being this group which is a massive incentive not to believe evidence that's staring at you in the face. So when they've done all these different tests and they're effectively being proven wrong, like they got a, what's it, a gyroscope? They paid yeah. like $25,000 for a gyroscope, mm. um, which should tell you how, what is it, how the earth is turning. Mm. Um, and I think it was turning at, I can't remember, 8 or 15% per hour. It was, it was turning at exactly the rate that it should have been turning at on the globe model. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then they said, oh, it's being influenced by radiation. And so they put it in this lead-lined box <laughs> yeah. and it still showed it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think because if they had to leave that group, they would have no one. So I, I'd say that a lot of people that are, or at least some that are members of these Flat Earth groups probably know that it's not quite true and um, it's too scary to leave. Yes, or or they are like they are so fused with their belief system, <clears throat> and often that all of that often operates at that subconscious level where you don't consciously know the impact of giving up your belief system, but you you can feel that it's just not a safe thing to do, so you don't do it even if you don't articulate that to yourself consciously. Because the the other thing that's it's rife throughout this. And it, we all do this for different beliefs we have is the old confirmation bias where they believe the earth is flat. So any piece of evidence that aligns with that, they will take it as confirmatory evidence and anything else that goes against that belief, they ignore it or explain it away or they minimize it or like the confirmation yeah. bias is one of the most, you know, potent bits of psychology we have and it's in real it's hyped up in these these kind of situations yeah absolutely the other thing that's interesting i reckon is a little side fringe of this is this whole distrust of experts that 
is happening at the moment where we don't believe the climate change, climate change scientists. We don't yeah. believe the doctors around vaccines being safe and effective. We don't trust our governments. Um, like there's this anti-intellectual, anti-expert thing happening that people who believe in flat earth also buy into this idea of there are powers controlling us or that there are people with ulterior motives manipulating us and they're wanting us to believe for some reason that the earth is a globe when it's not and they're gaining from keeping us in the dark about this. Like that is a massive narrative. Yeah, and it's it's hard to disprove it to them because I think we can all agree the vast majority of like scientific evidence and what the government says is actually true but there has been proven instances in the past where you know pharmaceutical companies aren't the most uh, ethical companies in the world governments have been you know remember operation northwoods which we spoke about yeah where the u.s government i think back when they were at having issues with cuba they were going to basically do a september 11 where they're going to cause a terrorist attack and kill a bunch of americans and then blame it on another country as an excuse to go to war with them that's actually a proven fact that it was a theory. And I think JFK actually uh, squashed it. But the- it's conceivable that a lot of the conspiracy theories may, you know, it's within the realms, some of them. So that's exactly right. Like the idea that yeah. the you know, governments aren't 100% honest with their people is, of course, true. And then for any moment when they weren't honest, these people will take that as confirmatory evidence that governments lie to their people and that therefore yeah. maintains the belief that the earth is flat, not a globe, rather than kind of viewing the evidence in a bit more of a balanced way. Like with that example of the, what was that forest called? Uh, Operation Northwoods, I think. Northwoods, Operation Northwoods. Yeah. One way of looking at that is, you know, the defense advice explored a range of options. One of them was to bomb their own people to then blame Cuba. The president knocked it down as an idea that wasn't appropriate. Like that's another another way of viewing that incident as well. But then once again, you know, someone like Trump may just go go for it and then I don't know. <laughs> I can kind of see I can kind of see where they're coming from, but uh <laughs> yeah, you started Hang this on a minute. You started this I'm episode not- as very anti-flat earth. I'm going to be honest, I'm not seeing a curve at the moment. Um <laughs> but listen, gyroscope 8 degrees <laughs> lead box. You do the math. You do the math. <laughs> I saw the best uh, kind of ironic headline about the whole idea of the anti-intellectual kind of not believing in experts thing. It was like experts begin study on why experts don't get more respect. <laughs> 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 That's the best. Was that the onion? No, that was actually a genuine, genuine oh, study. Really? They're actually <laughs> in response to this this. Backlash against experts. Experts are studying why experts don't get more respect. <laughs> That's <was> great. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so, Luke, do you have any information about how common this this theory is that the Earth is flat? Well, I could only find data from American surveys, and they were just kind of like, um, you know, polls rather than anything proper. But some of the data is showing that there is a massive increase in people believing the earth is flat to the point now that in America, on one survey, two thirds of Americans believe the earth is round, meaning one third don't believe it's round. Wow, that's such a lot of people. That is incredible. Because what's America, like 500 
50 million or something? Is that? I think it's around 500, yeah, around 500 million. Holy moly. There was a, another survey where 16% of Americans weren't sure of the Earth's shape, which is <laughs> actually not to say that they believe it's flat. It's just, they're just... They're they just don't know. They don't know. Yeah, yeah, they don't know. <laughs> I got no idea. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I was probably included in that 16%. <laughs> Um, that's probably all I've got though, but this, this whole episode has really been a great promotion of that documentary. <laughs> it really has. Yeah. So get on it. It's good. It's much better than this, this podcast. This, I tell you what, this podcast stats have been a bit flat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's, let's move on. We've pretty much done with Flat Earth. We've got a new segment. It's called Weird News. I looked on Fiverr. I remember Fiverr. For our long-term listeners, we uh, remember that we commissioned a rap from a guy from Fiverr. They've all upped their prices, so we can't afford a new theme song for our weird news segment. So Luke, I'm putting him on the spot, is going to sing a little weird news intro right now. Weird, 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 like an 80s mega mix it's like too unlimited i had this fork in the road where i thought you either don't do it or you bloody commit to it and i committed you, commit, to you it. committed too much one would argue can you can you like do a little bit of a a remix put some uh put some wicked beats under that and give me a little bit of bass and see what you can do with it yeah all right, here we go <clears throat> wicka, 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 wicka. weird Weird. We're weird news. <laughs> We're weird news. <laughs> I think we've found a winner. <laughs> I was I was suggesting that in the post production edit you go and do some fancy editing stuff and then two seconds yeah. later you hear the going I, you know what? I stole that from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I saw him do that once on on an episode. <laughs> Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff—they keep on delivering. So good, so good. <laughs> so what is what is your weird news? What is this segment? Clue. There's a right. clue in the title. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> it's regarding news that is unusual, hmm. and anything I find, you know, just to it's a little. Treat at the end of the episode for making it all the way through, basically. And so, what have you found this week? All right. So, real headline. Chinese man requires emergency surgery after the swamp eel he stuck up his backside gnaws through his colon. Done. Yep. (laughs) It's not going to work, is it? This segment is not going to work. Let's uh, let's let's put it into it right now. You gotta try these things. <laughs> you can't just do what's that about all the time. You gotta try new explore new avenues. Well he was exploring new avenues. That that's the problem. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Too yeah. much exploration. Yeah, it's a fine line, the exploration. It was a short lived segment. Okay, it'll go down in the archives as the shortest lived segment on the What's That About <laughs> podcast. <laughs> back to the drawing board for you, young man. Alright, back to the drawing board. Alright, short episode, but 
I think we we had a good time. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, so Flat Earthers, Luke, what's your one sentence summary? It might not feel curved or look curved, but it's bloody curved. Trust trust yeah. us. Trust us. It's it's just bloody curved. Um Yeah, so please write a review on iTunes, write a review wherever you Get your podcast. We'd really, really, really appreciate it. We're basically Gil from The Simpsons who <laughs> really need this review. Please. <laughs> Papa needs a new pair of shoes. Come on. Papa needs a new pair of shoes. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Give us a share. Anything like that. We'd, we'd love you for it. And uh, we should start offering incentives <laughs> to uh, like... Uh, you can come on the podcast. We could make it what's... Insert your name about Ooh, and do a sponsored, a, a sponsored pod, a sponsored pod. Good, yeah. What's groomy about? That's no, that would work. That That's would work. True. What's Thornton about? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, this is dwind- this is dwindled out quite quite nicely. <laughs> we'll, All right, we'll see you next time. Do you want me to take it out? Take it out. Okay. See you guys, bye. <laughs> you idiots, bye. <laughs>